Dear Ann Landers, my husband Dear and I Abby, are in shock. I'm extremely upset. My son got married in Dear Ann Landers, I'm very happy to hear that his wife is working out of his senior woman here at She thinks way too much of herself. She had to get married. Dear Pod. Talking about 80s songs. So yes, it was written for ET, which seems like a, a <laughs> wait, was it written? No, you're joking. No, it was Neil Diamond. Wait, wrote "Turn on Your Heartlight" for ET. Excuse me, stop what you're saying. Yes, I thought you were joking. What? Do you, how? Why would I? Because the song is "Turn on Your Heartlight." I just thought it was a coincidence. He didn't write that for ET. Yes, he did. Wait, is it in like the Not original cast album? Not is it for in him the, to sing? Is it in the original cast recording of ET? Wait. I, I, uh, maybe not the cast recording. The <laughs> you just wait. If you think E.T. is not coming to Broadway, you have another thing coming. He was trying to create a simple musical statement that we all felt very sincerely. To turn, turn on, your on your heart light. But they went with... You, you, you can't just tell me that he wrote this for E.T. and then back off. This is, this is on a par with... Peter Gabriel being an amazing musician, disappearing for a million years, and then coming out of the gate, I've returned to the public eye with this song. That'll do, pig. That'll do. I don't know this And song. then I'll perform it at the Academy Awards. That's great. That'll do, pig. Wait a minute. So the people from E.T. went to Neil Diamond, and they said, can you write a song... We're going to show you some footage. I wasn't footage. actually in the meeting. Uh, so you have know. the Google machine in front of you right now, so you seem to have some answers. <laughs> so they go to Neil Diamond. They're like, we need a song. We need like a Titanic, My Heart Will Go On kind of staple song that says E.T. Uh, I'm, I'm assuming yes. And he wasn't like, what's that? Is that more information? Our producer is handing us something. Beep, 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 well, beep, beep, beep. Said. Oh, okay. Oh, so no new information. Well, it, so well, could you I mean, imagine Neil Diamond sitting in the viewing room? Uh, and they're like, we'll show you the movie before you write the song. I think he already had it, and then they put it on their album. But how would he know that this extraterrestrial's heart turns on and it looks like a light if he didn't see the footage from before? It came after. He was inspired by the movie. Oh, he was inspired by So it's not like, it's not like in E.T., it's not in it. Okay, that's the detail that y'all, I can't wait for you to listen to this again so that you can see. It's not on the original cast recording. It's just. I don't think there was an original cast recording again. <laughs> I can't. stand by my previous Phone statement. home. ET tap dancers, we need you in 15 for the Tony Awards. 15 up to the stage at Radio City. Phone and then we're going to. Phone home. Ba, 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 ba. And let's do the locker room scene where all ETs uh, drop their towels. <laughs> We need the power ballad front and center <laughs> on the on the passerelle. It's E.T. I just want to go home. Go home. But he's an extra test. Extra <laughs> he's testicle. A, he's an extra <laughs> testicle. How is he singing? In- <laughs> he looks like an extra testicle. Especially when he's crumpled up in that What ball. if that was the original art design that the guy just heard it wrong? 
We have a movie coming out, and we need you to design an alien. What is so? It's like the, it's there. It's like the boy and the bike, and they're like, "What is that thing in the basket with that low? It looks like it's his testicles hanging out of the." No, no, he himself is a testicle. Oh, he looks like a scrotum. E.T. Yes. <laughs> what the did E.T. originally say? The, the department for? got all fucked up. They're like. Wait a minute. I just thought you wanted us to show his testicles hanging out of the basket while they're flying through the moon. I am so confused. Extra <laughs> testicles. Okay. All right. <laughs> so when he turns gray. Right. Okay. That means he stopped producing to stop. And now everything's done. And when he's cold. He retreats up into himself. Okay, that's a, we you can, can do that. See him. You know what? We got Jim Henson's people on it. They're gonna make some magic. There's like I can only hide my fists so far. <laughs> Jim Henson is like, oh, this hurts. My arthritis. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so good to see you again. It's We're live and in seen. person. It's so good to be seen. No, no, no more of this Zoom with nonsense. You're Correct. here, you're live in person. How does it feel to be back in the Pineapple Ranch? Here on the first level, even. I know, we're under construction. The Maha'a Lounge is a construction zone. We're getting a new bar put in by some friends of ours because it takes a village to get everybody drunk. It really does. Mm. When that bar gets in and Jules retools everything and, you know, sells the old couch that's, you know, covered in human... Semen. Yes, DNA. Yeah. Uh, and when we redo it, we're going to have to have like an inaugural party. Like, a, you know, we'll break a champagne bottle over it or something. It's a great It'll idea. be like a gummy champagne bottle, though, because this this is not a cheap bar. So we'll take good care of it. We got to have a do. I guess you can't really break it because it's made out of gummy. Maybe we could just so look just at it. just bounce it everywhere. Maybe we could just drink it. Bouncing here and there. I swear we won't sing the song again, Jules. You see the eyes he just shot at me? Yes. We are the three of us. Together in a room in the Pineapple Ranch. I cannot tell you the last time this magic happened. I don't know. I think it was uh, five. I honestly don't know. I honestly can't say. That's what I honestly just said. No, honestly, I back you up. And I have an extra testicle. So I wish I did. You better trust me. What would you do with it, though? Where do you put it? Think about what you wear to Fire Island. Well, I guess if one dies, then you want like a spare. Hmm. But, but that then, means you have to carry it around all the time. Right. So you have, like, your testicle has, has to tuck. Oh, that's so hard. It's like having an extra purse on you. Right. It's like wearing a purse in a fanny pack. It's that I overkill. don't understand. Are fanny packs still a thing? I think so. I blame Tan France for that. He did this to us. Well, now the fanny pack is a traveling pack, which goes across your bodice. So now it's more like a leather oh. strap that holds your wallet. Like a but is it sash. still on the waist? Sometimes, but now it, it crosses the bodice. Well, it's been crossing the bodice for a while. Right, but now every I don't understand. What if we it. just took it to the next level and it's like just strapped around your neck? That would be great. Well, I feel like that's where our waistlines are going, so why not? Correct. Mm. Or you could start wearing a Or, you know, there's a lot of guys that carry purses now. I, just I thought don't... you were going to say pearl necklace, which... Well, hey, true. Fire Island! There are also a lot of guys wear pearls. Now. What happens on Fire Island gives Stays you a rash. There. Right. Are you going to Fire Island at all this summer? Do you have any plans? Yes. I am going in July. 
Oh, that's exciting. Did you watch the movie Fire Island? No, is it out? Yeah. What do you think? Have you watched it? Well, it's like, if you want to go to Fire Island, it's very like, it captures you within like the first 10 minutes because they sing Pure Imagination. They reimagine the song, Pure Imagination. So they're on like the the ferry Ferry. out to uh, Fire Island and it's just... It's just magical, and then it's just kind of fun. It's just a fun, fun movie. life. And then Margaret Cho shows up, which she, I think it's obligatory at this point well, for yeah. any gay movie. Where are we going to fit her in? Cho, we need you to the stage in fifteen. But Tap I'm not break. <laughs> <laughs> Margaret, we need you. Uh, I'll watch it. What's it on the Netflix? I believe the it's the Hulu. There's another thing on Hulu about a woman killing her best friend. So I think this is Hulu, a podcast. I'm telling you, I know, but I like, wait, which one is that? Jessica Beale plays some psychos. Oh, candy. Like, candy. There we go. See, here's the thing. Because the city is like a fucking like, uh, a crock pot. It's of, Mad Max. Right. Mm-hmm. I have been watching all these shows. I'm like, I can probably kill someone within, I can, I can kill someone in, in two strokes. Alex, oh, in Kent, two let's see if he can do it. Wink. <laughs> two strokes. All right, that's a tall order. I, I mean, the guy last week. I didn't see him whip his belt off faster than that. Last <laughs> week, he, he bungled that one. Oh, my God. At this point, it feels like a Bruce Willis movie. The streets of New York, good people, if you are not in this city, are not in good shape. No. But if Literally you wanna, and figuratively. If you want to do, uh, mm-hmm. if meth has been your dream... This is the street of dreams. If you've ever wanted to be in the thriller video, now is the time to get to New York. If you've ever wanted to see a woman slowly remove her pants at 9 a.m. on 38th and 8th. And she's not coming from SamaCon. I had the pleasure of, of watching this. I know. And I was and some guy walked by her and said something to her. Like clearly must have been like, put your pants on. And she was like, I got drawers. And she <laughs> <laughs> stop and watch for like sure. 15 to 20 minutes you never materials material exactly and, and frankly after the album i'm tapped out so i'll find it wherever i can so would she i walks <laughs> walks by her she had this long white shirt on and i watched her slowly was there a graphic on it or no no it was just plain okay it was right down. it was always like a button down <laughs> it was, it was like it was a, a diane lane <laughs> <laughs> You guys, Stritch never died. She's on 38th and 8th. Go see her. That's the best one-woman show ever. Her new show entitled, What the Fuck Are You Looking At?, is playing eight times a week, starting at 9 (laughs) a.m. Tickets are free 90 free. There's plenty of seating if you sit in the street. She just buttoned down white shirt, pants, and now I'm watching the whole thing slowly unfold. Because there's like a whole system going on over there. There's, you know, everything was was chaos, but it was their organized chaos. Are you talking about what she's wearing or her surroundings? Okay. And so she's now sort of depanting, and like a family walks by because tourism is bumping. Who yeah. knew? And they're they're like, let's get out and see the Empire State Building, but, but first, first let's see Gladys's ass. <laughs> but first, we have a pre-show, you guys. She's on the corner of Thirty Eighth and Eighth. What the fuck are you looking at? Oh, my God, I love this number. Did you see it on the Tonys? Amazing. What the fuck are you looking at? I got drawers on. My nipples don't match. (laughs) I think this is a rash or it's a pepperoni. (laughs) I've been peeing here for 14 years. 
Welcome to Dear Pod, the comedy advice podcast. I'm your host, Adam Driver. And I'm Kate Bush. Yeah, oh, she's so popular now. Mm. And we're coming to you from the Maha'a Bar in the beautiful Pineapple Ranch. Can I hear it? PJ, I like that. Do you know I do? Hiss, put it on my luggage. PJ, ha ha, ha ha, ha ha, PJ. I don't know. He finds these bites somewhere. What is it from? Uh, Disney's Robin Hood. Oh. oh, oh! What a foppy Robin Hood. Good for him, and good for us, because this week, like all weeks, we're bringing you the advice articles of Ann Landers and Dear Abby. We're slapping some streamers and some glitter on them, and we're parading them down Main Street, shouting, "They're here! They're queer!" At least once in high school. That's right, we're reading their articles, damn it. So what are you waiting for? Follow us on your social medias at Dear Pod Official on your Insta, your Twitter, your Face. We have a website. Did you know? Did you know? Did you hear? Well, turn on your heart light because it's up and running. <laughs> DearPodOfficial.com. And you can email us. Email us, DearPodOfficial at gmail.com. We accept your listener mail and we will answer one of your questions right here on the air. Once a week. So get on it and get on our YouTube page. And hey, hey, while you're at it. Check out our Patreon, patreon.com slash dearpodofficial, where for a mere three or five dollars a month, you can become a subscriber and get extra special tidbits in your inbox every week, like birthday shout outs and recipes and and, uh, doodads and flang noodles and and, and snozwangers and oh, oh, brittle bits. And speaking of Patreon subscribers, we have an extra special premium Patreon subscriber oh, that we want to no. send a special birthday shout out to. Who is he or she? He or she is Scott C. Scott C. He is Scott C. And on the 18th, he will be 18. 253 years old. Turn on that. Turn on his hot light. Scotty, I hope you're turning on your heart light wherever you are tonight. I hope a young boy puts you in the, in the basket <laughs> of his bicycle and takes you on a nice long ride across the moon. I hope when you're sick, a child puts you in a hyperbaric chamber and takes good care of you. Or the FBI or CIA. I hope Drew Barrymore stuffs you in a closet with all of her toys. And screams. Screams, screams. all the time. Oh my God, my computer heard me because I just put in the word Screen. lyrics into oh. Google, and it said, lyrics to turn on your heart light? How do they know? Well, because I just Googled it, and so did your husband, and we're right here. Oh, okay, so it's hearing me. Yes. Um, I just I just made a friend. <clears throat> a friend is someone you need. But now that he has had to go away, I still feel the words that he might say. I'm assuming these are lyrics, or you just went into some kind of well, A trance. trance. I went into <laughs> an ET-filled <laughs> trance. I just wanted to say, oh, he's looking for home. I'm just trying to see, because now you guys have blown my mind that this is about E.T. Well, yes. And yes, we've said that. And that is the premise (laughs) of E.T. going back. But he's looking for home because everyone needs a place. And home's the most excellent place of all. And I'll be right here (laughs) if you should call me. That guy really should do some more research. (laughs) That's also like, didn't he win awards? This is like a Grammy Award. (laughs) He is an extra... I would vote for E.T. But Neil Diamond is like a Grammy Award winner. Is E.T. E.T. really kind of looks like one of those old vacuums upside down with like a garbage bag for a stomach. (laughs) You have to know that the people at Henson were like, you guys, we got like a $500 budget for this. What can we do? I've got this Hoover over here and I've got some Hefty. 
Okay. Right. Now somebody take out their scrotum, <laughs> and I'm going to do a little art, you know, a little sketching. Wow, that sketching. is huge. <laughs> that is, well. Okay. Can that thing ride a bike? Let me see if I can stuff that in a basket. Phone home, indeed. <laughs> What's that pointing at me? That's not a finger. <laughs> it was supposed to be his penis, but. We had to change it to finger. Leave it, leave it to the producer to Damn change it, it to a Damn it, Universal Studios. That's one long Arsenio Hall finger, if I've ever seen one. Look at the size of that finger. finger. I it tested can... very well with, with groups, <laughs> with poles before we did that. And with prostate doctors. If E.T. was your prostate doctor? Uh, what doctor. are you doing back there? Why is your finger so hot? <laughs> Jesus, you're going to burn my prostate No, off. trust me. You want to go to Dr. E.T. He can cauterize anything. So when you get a colonoscopy, it's just like bing, bang, boom, you know? Yes, he does kind of smell like, smell like balls because he's a giant <laughs> testicular sack. Yes, and he does like, uh, was it um, Reese's Pieces? So just just bring them with you. But that's a pretty good copay. Yeah, that he or a speaking spell. Oh, yeah, that, that's how he bills you through a speaking spell. That's how he tells you what's wrong. He's, um, he wrote in cancer, but he wrote it upside down, so it made it quirky. Right. <laughs> After he did the whole boobs thing. <laughs> <laughs> Every kid, He's when they funny. discovered boobs on a calculator, was like, you guys, you got to tell everybody about this. It was one kid in third grade who was like, I typed in 8,008. <laughs> <laughs> and then I turned it upside down, and it said boob. Timmy, no one gives a shit. We have an alien in our house. Get on your bike. <laughs> you guys, boop, boop, wait, wait for me. All right, I'll get my bike. It's got a banana seat. I love a banana seat. My sister bike. has a bike without a seat. Oh my gosh, she <laughs> oh a lesbian? God. Well, she goes to Equinox three times a week, though. <laughs> that is some strong vagina. Mm-hmm. Speaking of strong vaginas, this week's theme is spitting. Be- why Why did we pick this? No, I'm just saying strong vaginas and spitting. If there's a story about pleasuring a woman with spit. You're not now's here the time. for it. Okay, so everybody get it out on the table. Anybody, what do you want to say that's sexually spit related? Well, you're the one that brought up spit and a vagina in the same sentence. And so we're both looking at Jules. He's probably had more action with a woman than either one of us. But You'd be surprised. I'm still waiting. Look at him. He's not saying a word, is he? Oh, hi there, ladies. My jewels and... Impre- <laughs> <laughs> well, hi, miss. This is so nice to meet you. Let me see what I can do for you right now. <laughs> Sometimes you need two a day <laughs> to keep the wolves away, you know. I think that's the old saying. Now... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Spit. some... Some homosexuals use spit for lube. I don't know if... I literally... I shouldn't be drinking anything when we talk about this. Well, and I hope not... to God that it's not like a viscous specialty cocktail today. Well, But the... I've got warm seltzer, and you just said spit is lube, and uh-huh. I should probably put this down. Right. Well, you've seen uh, Brokeback Mountains. So. Oh, my God. I've seen... You've seen anything. Please. It's uh, Right. So yeah. there's some, just some spit, you know, after the whole hot dogs and beans. Oh, my God. Dinner. I can't. But do guys spit. do that with, you know, in like gay porn? It's like, oh, yeah. Fuck. Oh, yeah. And yeah, there's a lot spit. of spitting involved. I don't see that a lot in straight porn. Not that I watch a lot of it. Well, if you're not seeking it out, then you're not going to find it. 
Seek ye not lest ye shall not find the what? spitteth upon the hand. Oops. Which it happens. It's in all of the it's in all of the the stuff. I didn't know that because I thought a vagina was self lubricating. It's um it is, but I'm sure that they would enjoy I think it's more for show. Who's they? They being the porn people. Oh, I thought you went. I thought you were like. Who's just here? Like, I'm no longer woman. I'm not actually engaging in this conversation. No, I'm. I'm definitely shutting down. Oh, it's okay. my Catholic Church upbringing. Is sure. like. Mew. I mean, I would think after a hundred and some episodes, we would have broke down some wall. We would have broke ba- broke backing. We we're, would have. Well, broke we already back broke backed each other. It's been so long since we've gone to the the driving range and talked about Brokeback Mountain, which seemed yes. to be a thing we did for like a month. Right, until I nearly had a heart attack because it was a fucking... It was so hot! It's the season we gotta go back. It's time. Can't wait. Um, so to answer your question, spit is um, non-denominational, love. non... Uh, spit is love. Yes, it is. It's universal. Spit is love is spit is Ugh. love is spit. It's, it's gross. It's Lin-Manuel just gross. Quote. Spit can be love. <clears throat> I can't. I hate spitting so much. Uh, I hate fuck, yeah. people who do it, who spit on their hand. That sound, and I hate the loogie thing. I don't know why we picked this as a topic. I mean, why we're we scraping the bottom of the barrel. Not really. I mean, apparently, it's been written about several thousand times. I know. I found many articles about it. Do you like it when people spit? When in general, like on the street we, or at in, my face? Give or me in a sex? sexy time. Sexy time. Oh, are we playing yeah. adult? We're using adult words. Sexy, now? sexy okay. time. Now it's really adult. Sometimes it's a little alarming because then I'm actually in a in a porn situation, and it's kind oh. of alarming because usually when you hear that, like you just like it's. Like, <laughs> You're so good at that sound. It's like oh, like you. It's it's somewhat alarming. Where did it land? Would be my right. first question. Right. But there's also like that, you know, there's the porn where they're, they're spitting on some, like on your face, which I don't understand. There's a drip spit, which is a horrifying. Drip spit is different than someone just like, like hocking one hocking. in your face. And you're like, wow, this is disrespectful. Uh, total sidebar, not in a non-sexual way. I was walking down the street one day, of course, in New York, because hey, hey, yeah, we're classy. Saw this little gal, cute little sweet looking thing. Really pull back. I can't even do it because I feel like people will not, they will tune out, they will cancel us. Like, drew in through the nose, came from like the back of her scalp, uh-huh. wherever she had a sinus that could have been drained. Yeah. She pulled in and hawked the biggest loogie just out into the street and got distance. I mean, if you're a good spitter, you're a good spitter. Like, if she was at a county fair, she would have hit the bell <clears throat> and won a prize. We used to have spitting contests. And it took me a while to spit as far as I can spit. Oh, is this a thing that you do? I don't spit. I'm, I'm an adult now, but um, <laughs> I mean, yes, I, I mean, have. But is that like riding a bike? Is it something you never forget? I'll never forget it. But can you do it still? Have I'll you tried it? I'll never forget it. I'll never forget the first time I spit on <laughs> Spencer Tracy's D. He whipped it out I and said, I said, Spencer, that I looks like not. a dry hot dog at a 4 H fair. Put that thing underneath my mouth and I'll... And then I shook and it went everywhere. And there were loogies on children. And not only in the crew, the key grip was covered in saliva. But God damn it, the hot dog was moist. And with that, do you have any articles? Yes, this is from the Tribune, the Tribune Scranton, Pennsylvania. 
November 24th, 1970. Dear Abby, my father chews tobacco and makes it a habit to spit in the kitchen sink where I wash the dishes. Absolutely not. I know it's not sanitary, and sometimes I fuss at him and tell him so. Then my mother gets mad at me and blesses me out. Is there some help for my problem? Signed, only child. Blesses me out. Um, the problem is you're living in a house with those people. <laughs> Disgusting. Dear only, even though your father needs to be told, it's extremely difficult for a child to tell him. You don't say how old you are, but if he continues that disgusting habit much longer, save up for a spittoon to wash the dishes in. That's disgusting. <gasps> oh, That's all of this gross. just makes my skin crawl. Chaw. So you're washing dishes. You're washing dishes. Jim comes up to you and he's like, hey, what's up, hon? And a huge thing of tobacco and lands blood. on my Pyrex. Yeah. You are done. You are out of And that's a kid. Your father's doing it. I would just open up the trash can, and whatever's in that sink, I'd throw it away. That's disgusting. Chaw is disgusting. Is it still a thing? Do people still do that? You literally do it knowing that you're boring a hole in the side of your face. Yes. But I can't, I, that's almost disrespectful towards your child. And like, she, she, I would like to, like, there's got to be the other parts of the, like, the letter. Like, he's an abusive dad. Oh, yeah. He beats her. Like, if you're doing Chaw and just spitting it in a sink, you're not. She forgot to Great say, egg. oh, I also have a dog collar around my neck and I'm chained to the wall. Yeah. And they call Which me the gimp fine. and they keep me in the basement. Right. And I walk on a bed of nails. Mm-hmm. And I'm Harry Potter. Yeah. Did I mention? Give your article. <laughs> Chaw. Well, I have one not dissimilar to that from the Hattiesburg American, Hattiesburg, Mississippi, January 3rd, 1986. Kids are spitting images of hero. <laughs> <laughs> Dear Ed Landers, sorry to bring up this subject in a column that many people will be reading at the breakfast table, but it's getting to me. The problem is spitting. The new baseball commissioner says baseball needs to be cleaned up. He's talking about drugs. I agree that drugs are a terrible problem, but something should be done about all that spitting. During the World Series, almost every guy who got up to bat had a plug of tobacco in his jaw. Home plate with all that tobacco juice has got to be the filthiest spot in the world. I'd hate to slide into it face down. (laughs) Baseball players are the only athletes I know of who do this despicable thing. And these fellows who chew and spit do it right on camera. I have never seen a basketball player chewing tobacco because he'd die during a game or a tennis player or a golfer or a swimmer. Oh, what, where a was swimmer. This? Where would you spit? He, he's already like holding his breath. He'd fucking choke to death. Brown water. Is spitting supposed to be macho? It strikes me as ugly, unappetizing, unsanitary, and ill-mannered. It's a pretty poor example for our young people, too. What do you say? Signed, Jake A., Port Gibson, Mississippi. Dear Jake, It is indeed all the things you said, but even more important, the American Cancer Society and the American Medical Association Association say chewing tobacco may cause cancer of the mouth and tongue. I wish they would nix it, at least on TV. Kids love to imitate their heroes. Ian! Okay, so of course, obviously, there's a reason why people in basketball don't spit 
on the floor because everyone you'd never finish a game. You'd slide. Right. And, and with no the amount of running pool. and actual physical activity, you would choke on it and Correct. die. Right. No spitting in the pool, which would be amazing. Right. You'd just be in the pool from uh, vacation. Yes, Brown. Right. And you know what? Me and Jules, we trained in a swimming pool because we did that little uh, triathlon, that like sprint triathlon. Okay. And neither of us were, I'm not a very strong swimmer. That's fine. And I could barely, I wish I were, because if you saw me go from one side of the pool to the other and the gasping for air that I did every time. It was like, you're supposed to go what? Shelly Stroke one, two. Yeah, exactly. I was like, <laughs> one, two, three. Wow. <laughs> now, wow. should I panic scream when I exhale? Probably not. Not if you're a competitive swimmer. Uh, can you imagine having chaw in your mouth and doing that? No. I had friends growing up that would, they, well, we'd always smoke and then all of a sudden, like, he started dipping. I'm like, what is that for? Ew. I'm like, why are you doing that? He's like, oh, all my friends are doing it. I'm like, gross. And then uh, some of our other friends are like, that's really fucking gross. What do you get out of it? Do you get a and high? They just, then they get a can, then they spit in it, and then if you accidentally grab the wrong can. Oh, my God. I've seen that happen. Yeah. Like, what is this? Oh, that's my that's my, that's uh, my spit. I'm like, so serious. That's going to make me gag. Well, it's not pleasant. I'm going to spit. Okay. But that's, I know exactly, I know, I know, I know. I was in college. I saw sure. somebody who was chawing and they did that into a beer can and then somebody well, tried to sip the it's beer funny can. funny that you're calling it chawing. Chaw. I'm calling it dip. Dip, chaw. It's the same thing. No, I, I understand that. I, that's, you say that's chaw and I say dipping. You say. Okay. And I say. Next. Lipping. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, before I go on with chaw, b- b- before we get off the okay. chaw. Yeah, I'd love to. What does, stop it. <laughs> That's been sad. <laughs> Has anybody here done this? I've tried. Like, I think I everybody's tried. tried it. You've tried it? Yeah. I've never tried it. What does it feel like? You're... Is it okay, enjoyable? It do you get a no, high out of it? You do, but it's not enjoyable. It's not I don't enjoyable. Try. It's like a nicotine high. It's, you know what it is? It's like... Fiberglass burning into your... Ew! What happens if you accidentally swallow you, it? You get nauseous and, you, and a lot of people can still throw up. Oh, my God! How is this fun? I don't do it. I said I tried it. I'm just... I'm astonished by this. So you're getting this little bit of a high. So if I was doing it while you'd be here, I'd be like this. Gross. That is disgusting. It's like the guys who eat pistachios on the subway. Gross. But I will say, when I was a kid, I did get Big League Chew, and I put it in my chaw spot, mm. like in my, in between the lip and the cheek. And what did your dentist say? He said, little boy, stop that right now. Your teeth are terrible. We yes, and then I had British teeth anyway. Half of them were going to fall out. I had a disgusting set. You've got soft teeth. I've got soft teeth. But I would do that. I would put it in the little chaw space, because I just saw baseball players do it. So you do learn. These are not my heroes. Also, Learned baseball behavior. is the most relaxed non-game. Everybody's I don't just... get it. I just don't get it. I, we've talked about this at length. I don't get it. I don't support it. <laughs> I don't know how it's a national pastime. I also don't know how it can just go on. Like, why are we here? The, the buildup for it is so great. And then you're still drinking, and it's just like, I'm tired. It's hot. It's so hot. I, the second that you said that, I was like, oh, my God. I remember sitting in the bleachers at Fenway. 
And I was like, the sun is coming down right on top of me. And you're eating hot dogs and nachos and, and popcorn. And that's it? Like, that's fucking gross. And you get shot by the t-shirt gun. I mean, there's no, like, there's no salad. There's no, like... <laughs> I wonder if there is now, though. Who's if there's salad, salad at McDonald's, there's got to be a salad at Fenway Park. I mean, honestly, who's fucking still eating hot dogs? I want to know if there is salad there. If anybody out there is listening, and Lord knows our listeners go to games. Tell me if do. there's salad at Fenway. Because I just want to know because I want that to be the title of my next album. Or what about taco? Something like something healthy. A taco? Why did you Uh, Like a protein shake. I don't know. Uh, I'll have two beers in that protein shake. No, but even that. It's $45. Oh, easily. Just the protein shake is $45. Oh, is this whey? (laughs) (laughs) No way. (laughs) All right. Hit me Uh, with another. This is from the Muscatine Journal, Muscatine, Iowa. Muscatine. Is that what it's called? Muscatine? Muscatine. Oh, I don't know. Muscatine? Muscatine. You say chaw and I say Muscatine. July 17th, 1981. Dear Abby, baseball players aren't the only ones who chew tobacco. I belong to an organization called Cupsidor Hitters Worldwide, and we have members, both men and women, who are doctors, lawyers, and socialites. I've been chewing tobacco and dipping snuff for three years. Some people may think it's disgusting, but there are worse habits. Signed, Chewing in Melbourne, Florida. Of course, Florida. Oh, oh Uh-oh. yes. Oh no. Oh, the answer is, kissing a guy who chews tobacco is like licking a dirty ashtray. Yuck. Oh, and that's all she had to say. Yeah. Well, okay. I the taste of that. I cannot. I used to date a smoker. That was enough. That is. I passed someone in the gym the other day, and I thought he was literally smoking in the gym. Uh-uh. Because that's how strong the scent of tobacco was on this gentleman. That's disgusting. I used the term loosely for gentlemen. Gentlemen. And here he was at a Bally's. I don't work out at a Bally's. Working as a... <laughs> Look at you. That is the most offensive thing I've I ever joked at... about. I have worked how out at a Bally's. I, work... I used to work out in the Bally's in, um, on 50-something Street. It was because that was back when you could get like a, a I almost said subscription. You could get a um, a membership for like 20 bucks a month. Are you talking about the one in Worldwide Plaza? That's in a basement? Was that it? Yes, it was in a basement. I remember yeah. like there were no, there That's was the no temple. light. That's the new temple. Is that where you work out? That is where I work out. Oh my God, what is it like working out in a basement? Well, I worked out before when it was at Bally's. Then I worked out when it was at New York Sports. And now I work out and now it's You just stay in that same spot and everything <clears throat> changes around you, but it still stays a gym. I mean, it's 10 times better than a Bally's. Let me tell you that. The pool, the pool was brown. So. Well, there you go. Somebody smoked. Chewing chaw. <laughs> yeah. Chawing. <laughs> So every third stroke, he spits something out. I don't know what it is. Disgusting. I would never make out with a tobacco person. It's kind of gross. Unless they asked real nice. It's really unappetizing. Did you do it? What? Make out with someone that smokes? Or choose tobacco? I don't know. Choose tobacco. I'm not going to (laughs) willingly kiss someone who is. I can't imagine you're going to hang out with anybody who does it. Like... It seems very backwoods, Arkansas. 
Well, I mean, I guess. I mean, I don't really see anyone chew tobacco in the streets of Manhattan. Not to say that we're all posh since we've just I, we've just clearly demonstrated everyone just goes to the bathroom in the middle oh, of the street. Oh, my God. But it's funny because remember how you talked about that last time? Stop pointing at me. I'm sorry. I'm very upset. Okay. You're still pointing. Phone home. You're still- Phone. Turn on your hotline. If you're not going to check my so prostate sorry. with that finger. Okay. All right. Let me put it away. Um because you had told the story about like the guy who was just an average guy with like a suit on going to work. Urinating in front of the just building. Just peeing wherever yeah. he wants. Love it. Exact same thing. Except this guy doesn't have a suit. Just an average guy. Looks like a normal chotch. Yeah. Just peeing on somebody's stoop. Yeah. Fully. Yeah. Nobody cares anymore about anything. Correct. Garbage. But God forbid... They see your dog doing anything. They're like, that's disgusting. Really? I love it. I want you to walk her right by the woman on 38th and 8th taking her I, pants off. If you think I'm walking myself down there, you got another thing coming. If you think I'm going to walk my dog down there. Oh, my God. I remember during the, the height of the pandemic, or not the height, like we were all coming out of pandemic coma. And this is when they were like wrapping our plates and like we had those protectors as if like we were in E.T., Remember, like, oh, yeah, oh you yeah, can't yeah. sit here and you can't cough and you can't breathe and you can't look up and you can't look right. Yeah, and you can't talk to each other. Right. Mm-hmm. And we, everyone had to sit outside no matter if it's like 3,000 degrees outside. So Jenny, my dog, and is in my lap. And Jenny is not like a normal dog. <clears throat> she does not like it when anyone brings her like a bowl of water. Okay. Because she doesn't like to. That's not how she drinks. It's not her jam. Well, how does she drink? Well, she drinks a bowl. A stemless <laughs> wine glass. <laughs> she does. <laughs> She doesn't like. She doesn't. She's trying not to drink a stranger, like a strange. Good, bowl like I agree. Because that's how you. That's how your dog gets sick. So I'm like, oh, I'll bring a, you know this bowl for your for your dog. I'm like, she's. You can take that away. She's not gonna drink it. So then, you know, she always. I sit down. I have my glass, and she, without even thinking about it, she's already drinking out of my glass. Oh my god, I love that. I don't drink it after that, but oh, but says so, you. So you can be honest. So here. then during the. Uh, only when I'm making out with her. And yeah. then, um, so then the waitress comes back. She's like, your dog just drank out of your glass. I said, um, yeah, no, I know. Well, now we have to throw it away. Oh. I said, what are you talking about? She's like, well, now we have to throw it because, you know, your dog drank out of it. And I said, mm. you, Don't you're you in, have a You're in Hell's dishwasher? Kitchen. <laughs> you're in Hell's Kitchen right now. You're saying that my dog. <laughs> okay. So I'm, I'm pretty sure. The other side of the bar has just rimmed someone in the bathroom uh-huh. and just drank out of that glass. But my but dog, my dog is the problem. Who I basically floss her teeth. Yeah. Okay. Who's cleaner than you, yeah. Elaine? Okay. Oh my God, that's not. Did so she shaded you? What did you? What like, did you say? I was like, "You're kidding, right?" She's like, "No, no." Oh my God! Why uh, would she even say that? Like, here's the thing. What? You, okay, if that is indeed the case. And they see that happen. What does she get out of telling you? Like, I was like, are you charging me for the glass or something? What, well, what, now, did you, what well, was the end game? to throw it away. Okay. I'm like, all right. So what did she say after that? Basically, don't let your dog drink out of the glass. I'm like, okay. I mean. Did you stop her after that or did you just no, let her keep going? No, it's fucking 100 degrees outside. Yeah. My dog wants to drink, you know, I don't give a shit. If she wants to drink out of my mouth, I'll let her. I wasn't at the Ritz-Carlton, right? I was at yeah. a local Mexican restaurant on the corner of like 47th and 11th or whatever the fuck it was. We're was not like, going to say exactly what it was, but. I, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, all right. Okay. Bullshit. I mean, I get it, but no. I mean, come on. Yeah. Yeah. 
Check your bathrooms first, and then we'll talk. I mean, again, we're in Hell's Kitchen for You're the love of God. You're in New York. Period. The shame that's happening on the streets and in your own establishment. Yeah, it's like, oh, okay. You're, I totally understand. Is there any way that you can get the homeless man from uh, reaching across and touching my shoulder while I'm trying to eat and trying okay. to take something off my plate? Yeah, exactly. No? Okay. <laughs> okay, good. Okay, good. Then she will drink out of all of your devices <laughs> and she will eat off of all of your plates. Can you bring me a margarita glass and then she'll fucking drink out of I that? I would love it if oh, Jenny, because she's a chihuahua, only drinks out of margarita glasses. Well, that's just really like, Could you get my dog a margarita glass? She just wants to feel comfortable. Well, that's just really I know. Racist. I'm canceled. Canceled. <laughs> All right. I have one more article for you. It's very exciting. And it comes from the Albuquerque Tribune. Spitting. Oh, wait. Albuquerque Tribune, August 11th, 1994. I got so excited about the title. I was going to say. Spitting waitress should be fired. Dear Ann Landers, my husband has lunch at a Chinese restaurant at least once a week. He always includes me along with several fellow workers, and the restaurant is quite informal. Frank, quote unquote, yes you knew it, is is not a great tipper, and I often must remind him to leave something for the waitress. Sometimes he does and sometimes he doesn't. Now and then others in our party will leave the tip. This past week, Frank received a phone call from a former waitress at this restaurant. I'll call her Beth. Beth. Beth told Frank that while she was still employed there, she saw Frank's waitress spit in his food before she served it to him. Uh. Beth said she confronted the waitress, who told her flat out that Frank was a lousy tipper and it was her way of getting even. Uh. When Beth reported this waitress's behavior to the manager, he said, What do you expect me to do? Beth was so upset, she called the health department and reported it. When the manager found out, he fired Beth. The health department has yet to investigate the restaurant. Both Frank and I are dumbfounded. Should Frank go back to that restaurant and complain? Doesn't a restaurant have to abide by certain standards? Frank is a very well-known businessman, and I don't want to bring undue ridicule on him because he isn't a good tipper, but I don't think his failure to tip justifies such abominable treatment. What would you do, Anne? Signed, still washing out my mouth in Fort Worth, Texas. That's disgusting. Oh, I should have done a Texas accent. Isn't oh, Just, I can't. Dear Texas, first, I would not return to a restaurant where I knew a waitress had spit in the food for any reason whatsoever. Second, <laughs> second, I would call the owner and intervene on behalf of Beth and make an effort to get her job back. Third, I would inform the owner that I will not be dining in his establishment as long as the spitter is on the premises. That's quote-unquote the spitter. Fourth, I would tell Frank that from now on, you will attend to the tipping. 15% of the check is considered good. If you want excellent service, go to 20%. Ayan. First of all, I would never. I've never seen anyone spit in anything. I have never spit in anything. That seems to be lore, though. What? Like, it is restaurant lore about people spitting and stuff. Yeah, I've never seen it. And that's just fucking gross. How many years were you in the in the restaurant industry? Too long. Yeah. And in your whole time there. And you've seen people behave like jackasses. Like garbage, yeah. And and still people didn't spit in their food. No. I mean, there's this, no. Unless you've really, and all, because, of, because of bad tipping? Yeah. No. Or just because of probably being a dick. Like, if you're a real dick, I could maybe understand that, but... But I... I, A lot of times, if you're a real dick, I just don't put any alcohol in your drink. Ooh! 
Oh, you bugger. Because I got a drink not too long ago that felt very light on booze. And why- I'm not a dick. I'm never a dick. You shouldn't. You're ingesting something. Oh, what do you... Exactly. Don't mess with the people who are giving you something you're putting in your mouth. If you sit down at a table and you are already a dick, you better be prepared. Like, no one's going to be like, oh, they're such a dick. We have to make it great. Make it extra good. Yeah. No, that's where you're wrong. You're going to hell. Yeah. You're... Basically, you're too fucking lazy to make your own food. So someone's making it for you. But the reason that... But the spitting in the food thought process like the lore of it exists for a reason yeah well, so I'm it sure started people somewhere it. people yeah. have done it of course i live in absolute fear of that mm. that's why i'm always even when we had that salt salad that one time where it was basically salt said don't complain oh yeah it's like no this is fine i'll deal not, with it i'm not sending anything back no this is fine all yeah. the moisture out uh. of your face oh boy <laughs> yeah your face turns into a giant ass dry mexican food yeah that's fine that's fine. I know I would rather eat it than complain about it. Unless there was a piece of metal in it and be like, oh, I think there's some glass in here. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to send it back because swallowing glass, probably not good Bad for idea. Right. And maybe they should know about that. Right. So there's that. But the, I do wonder, you know what? This is for our listeners. All twos of fives of you, mm-hmm. please All email has. us, dearpodofficial at gmail.com. Let us know if you've ever worked in the, the restaurant industry, been been uh, a fortunate recipient of a a spitter or if you yourself have spat in any food of anybody. Yeah, or if anyone of your friends. Also, it's like, think about picking up the food. You couldn't, when, where's the point that you could get away with that between the pickup and the drop down? Yeah. I guess it could be done depending, depending on the restaurant. But Yeah, I mean, I, the only person that could probably really do it is the chef because he's the one that's spending the time with it. Because But he's the not sh- the one getting tipped bad. Right. Or getting treated like crap. Because I'm sure if the chef saw you spit in something that he created, he'd be like, well, are you fucking crazy? Oh I made God. that. Exactly. I hate the restaurant industry so much. So much. I mean, there's, you know, when they're, when they're fun and they're good, they're good. When? Like, You've worked at places that are fun and good? Yeah, for a limited amount of time. <laughs> I never worked there, but I do. I remember hearing horror stories about Ellen's Stardust Diner, and I do remember somebody said, "Just don't get the coleslaw." Like it was talk about lore. It was just known. I, you know, I feel like you know, I love coleslaw, and I've heard more about the what's hidden deep inside of it. And I swear to God, I, I will never probably eat coleslaw. Again. Like in a restaurant, yeah. I eat it all the time. I do all too, the no. time. But in a restaurant, I eat it all the time. Yeah, but it seems like they, it comes in bulk. Yeah, there's a there's a mayonnaise base. It's just a I bad should know idea. Better. The only the only coleslaw I really liked was from the Steak and Shake restaurant in Bloomington, Indiana, and that was the only. Ah, uh, I've never been to a Steak specific. and Shake. Ugh. When they brought it here to New York, it lasted such a brief period of time. Oh, uh, is it good? I thought it was good. What the fuck did I? I ate anything. <laughs> I was just eating my feelings through Bloomington, Indiana. Uh, well, I mean, what else are you going to do? It's Indiana. I mean, I was closeted. I was dealing with my dad dying. I was like, I'll eat anything. Steak and shake, 2 a.m. my girlfriend. Ew! There you go. Do have. the spit sound. <laughs> you like that? Oh, God. I can't think of a better time to call my like, mother. I don't like that. Uncle, what's ow, my say ow. for pineapple? That's not real lubricant. You know, it's not real. Just because it comes from your own body. 
It's it's it upsets me as an idea. Okay, now I, I feel loose enough to talk about this just real quick before we call my oh, mother. That oh, is well, not a real lubricant. Can we talk to your mom about what kind of person? I know you're going uses? to. I already know you're gonna, and she's gonna say something that will be very unfortunate. <laughs> I don't understand. Oh, I hate people who spit. I know you're. I know you'll do your your business. All right. And now it's time for the mom report. It's time to call me. And see what the weather is like where I'm standing. Patty, make the dee 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 noise. Oh, it's been so long. Give it to me. A dee 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 dee. It's time to call my mother. It's time to call my mother and find out what the weather is like where she's standing. But more importantly, her thoughts on spit. This is going to be so gross. Hello? Hello. How are you? I'm great. How are you guys? Great. We're here together, yeah. live and in person. Nobody's oh, on Zoom. And we haven't That's talked great. to you since you had your very own special takeover <laughs> episode. I know. I feel so special. That is so good. That was so much fun. Patty, just, her head know, is I'm... getting big. Because I know. I can't too. fit out of the room here. <laughs> <laughs> her oh head is so God. big. Because uh, also, let's not forget that somebody made a T-shirt that quoted her and came to my show wearing one of her quotes. Yes, I have arrived. I have to say that was a that was a treat. It that was. was a treat. I forgot some of those funny episodes from way back when, and it just reminded me that the air conditioner has to go in. So <laughs> I I have to get your father on board here and uh, but get him gone, ready. He's coaching. He's coaching baseball right now, and I didn't have to cook dinner, so I'm sitting here oh. eating anything I want Uh-oh. and watching the I'm watching the Andy Griffith show and. Life is sweet. <laughs> God. Oh, my God. Well, uh, life is about to be a lot less sweet because we have questions for you regarding our topic today, which is spitting. Spitting? <laughs> yes. We're are talking about... Are you a spitter? Patty wants to I go. am not a spitter. It makes me sick when I watch a baseball game and all they do in the dugout there is spit. And I thought, geez, I'd have to come in there with a power washer at the end of the game. But they just spit. They chew that what do you call it tobacco and spit it's disgusting so no i'm not a spitter no <laughs> offense to all the spitters out there but i'm not a spitter good only at the dentist know. only oh. she's a spitter at the dentist patty it's quite That's a dentist <laughs> who's her dentist should we call him what's his name <laughs> dr russo and he's cute too not dr renee russo <laughs> no no <laughs> Patty, Patty has some more questions. Do you have any more questions for my mother regarding spitting? Um, does your husband spit? Uh, probably once a year. I don't. <laughs> That's about right. And when he does, I get. It, it's like if he gets something stuck in his throat and we're out somewhere and he does it, <laughs> I almost throw up. It makes me so sick. I, yeah. have, I have to yell at him. Yeah. Mm. This, this is. I mean, Patty, you're learning so much today. Are you guys? Do you guys spit? Sometimes Aaron does. I do not. (laughs) I do not. It's not in the family. It's not a ladylike thing to do. No, maybe maybe in private. No, no, private, public, not a spitter. I'm so dehydrated. I don't have any spit anyway. Oh. I'm always dehydrated. You know that, Erin. I know She's she always... faints on the regular. Yeah, yeah, totally. Uh, but no, 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 
It's not a ladylike thing to do. No, it is not no. a ladylike thing to do, Patty. Are you a spitter? You didn't say. I did, if you listened. Oh, I, I didn't hear that. He did. I heard him. I heard him. <laughs> oh, okay. I really wanted yep. to cover all the spit bases. Yes. You know. I mean, you know. How about Jim? Does he spit? Sometimes he does. It all depends on the project that he's working on. <laughs> <laughs> that was so fast. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> well, uh, in totally unrelated spit uh, material. Are what's yes. the what's the weather like where you're standing, and what can we expect out of this very hot, hot week coming up? Oh, it's actually right now it's perfect. The humidity went way down, which is good because I was hanging around here just dragging. But now all of a sudden it's crystal clear and sunny. It's oh. beautiful. It's like 75 degrees. It couldn't get better than this. Oh, good. But it is going to get hot, uh, and I guess it's time. It's June, so we have to expect it. We have to expect it. Do you have any words of wisdom for our listeners on how to handle the hot weather? Uh, don't move around too much. <laughs> don't uh, run too much? Easy. Don't move. Like, you know, don't exert yourself. <laughs> uh, take uh, cool showers or a cool bath. Uh, uh, stay in the shade. Wear sunscreen. Mm-hmm. Uh, Wear a hat. Uh and eat ice cream. <laughs> Truer words. And then don't eat spit. Don't and eat don't ice cream spit. and spit. No. Damn it. No. Well, thank you for this illuminating <laughs> moth report. We thank you for your service as always. If you haven't heard the special moth episode, it's two before this one. So go and, and take and give her a listen. She has gems oh, yes. and pearls of wisdom. Pearl <laughs> necklaces of wisdom. Uh. Yes, I do. I do. It was nice talking to you guys. It was nice talking to you. Yes. Well, okay. Sultry. Well, we have a great night. Shadow uh, Stevens for the win. <laughs> you are Shadow Stevens. <laughs> I'd love to be Shadow Stevens. Hey, by the way, Moth, did you know the song Turn On Your Heartlight by Neil Diamond is about E.T.? Oh, you're kidding. E.T., the, the, the... She almost said ter- the musical. Ter- terrestrial guy there. The terrestrial... <laughs> yes. yes. E.T.? Yes. Oh. The, the, the alien. Correct. The Turn on man. your heartlight. Oh, oh, I see. Okay, all right. I never, I never knew that, but hey, I can. I'll file that away in useless information. Yay! And, uh, Wonderful. <laughs> We're here for you, man. We're here for you. Yes. All yes. right. Well, you take care of yourself and have a good you evening. Too. Okay. Right. Bye, bye, Patty. Bye now. Bye, Jim. Is Jim there? He's yeah. He's yes, in the he other is. room, oh, but he ran away. Okay. Right okay. All right. Well, you he's tell him I'm spitting in the bye. corner. <laughs> and we'll talk to you soon. Okay. okay. All right. Bye. 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 You are, you are so good at asking all the right questions. Um, I felt like it needed to be asked, and I'm glad that she answered. Asked and answered. Asked yeah. and answered. Speaking of asked and answered, <gasps> it's time for Instagram mail. Instagram mail. We're back live and in person. Is that an extra testicle? Spit on the extra testicle. I don't trust that really long finger. Really long finger. This is the first time that we're singing Instagram mail live and in person. And we are synced up to each other. Spit on it. No, it's not as good as yours. I tried. All right. This week, like all weeks, we are answering one Instagram mail question. So email us, dearpodofficial at gmail.com, or slide into our DMs at dearpodofficial and send us a question that you would like answered by us, unqualified jackasses on the air. What do you say, Patois? Hit me with the Instagram mail. Fire away. Dear Pod.
I am a woman in my 20s, and I'm very stressed out about the state of women's rights in the country. I'm involved in several groups and coalitions and a leader when it comes to organizing walks and marches and protests. Thing is, I'm starting to burn out. I feel like I need a break, but I'm afraid of letting people down. Any suggestions on how to deal with activism exhaustion? Signed, burning my bra at both ends. Dear Burn, like Patrick Swayze famously once said, Penny needs a break. <laughs> you can be the best dancer at Kellerman's, but if you don't sit one out every now and again, you won't be good for anyone. Look, this squid game version of the United States is exhausting everyone. Just when you think you can take a break, there's another catastrophe or right being threatened. It's like a never-ending tsunami of rights violations. You can't be everywhere and do everything, so you're going to have to pick and choose and make some time between rallies, sit-ins, poster-making, and dodging the aggressive Times Square homeless population to recharge. As I learned in that 1988 key party at Debbie Boone's apartment, the body can only take so much. (laughs) Everyone will understand if you slip out, wipe yourself down, and carry your shoes to the elevator in peace. You're only human. (sighs) Abby. Truth. Truer words have never been said. Debbie Boone. Big whore. A lot of people didn't know that. Just spitter. Slut. Loved spitting. Spitting (laughs) everywhere. All over everybody's faces. Some say she's the spitting image of spit. Oh, who knew? I did not. Uh, It's, it's, yeah, it's it's very meta. She really light up my life. She did. She lit up a lot of guys' asses, too. (laughs) Phone home. Ew. Here's what Anne has to say. Dear bra. I hear you, honey. Every time a politician says the word uterus, I start lacing up my sneakers. I swear I've already gone through about five pairs of Reeboks this year. After all these protests, I now understand why they put Women's History Month in March. This is also why we live longer. Who knew fighting for rights involved so much cardio? Some of these politicians could take a page from our book, Maybe if we took some of Chris Christie's rights away, he wouldn't look like Pizza the Hut. I think one of the requirements to run for office should be that you can actually run. Don't tell me what I can do with my body when you look like you only have three years left in yours. I swear, I have a Saturn with 130,000 miles on it that looks better than Mike Pompeo, and it's more reliable. But I digress. While protests, marches, and movements are vital to our democracy. They can be a bit like mechanical bull rides. Too many become a pain in the ass. It's okay to back off a bit and hand your reins over to someone else. I'm sure there's another gal with a fresh pair of ASICs chomping at the bit to lead a group of women in a chant. I myself was never good at chanting. Like most customer service reps, my calls were fine. My responses were lacking. I remember my 16th march on Washington during my activism burnout when I replied, what do we want? Whatever you want. When do we want it? I don't know. Tuesday? Heed my words. Back off and cut back now lest you burn out altogether. The movement still needs you, but we need you to put on your oxygen mask before you can strap it on us, poor suckers. If you have FOMO, fear not. The way things are going in this country, we have about 23 more rights they can take away, ensuring there will always be a march in the future. Good luck, you burnt out son of a bitch, and happy cutting back. Ayan! Too many marches. It's true. It's every time you, like, there's, there's, it's just, (sighs) it's like, what? It's unrelenting. Because there's always, it's... Somebody's taking something away every week. Somebody's threatening something every week. There is always a reason to get out and walk. 
And you got to pick and choose your battles, you know? I hear you. Oh, remember last, or not last summer, it was two summers ago. So it was like the height of the pandemic when everybody was marching on everything. But there was one time I didn't know one was happening in New York and I got caught in it. (laughs) But it was creepy. Like, oh my. I was like, wait a minute, what's coming up behind me? What is that? Oh my God. Because uh, it was back when my Jules had to get a shot in his back because he's a delicate flower with the spine of... Of a it, like, it could be sold at Pandora's jewelry. It's a delicate, oh. fragile spine. So we had to get if a you shot. Like the Jane Seymour collection. <laughs> Pandora's bracelets. If you like the Kathy Ireland collection for Coles, you'll love Pandora bracelets. We have a charm for everything that you've ever done today. And they will clank on your arms and annoy the hell out of everybody around you. Ma'am, can you take that off? We're in a Broadway show. It's funny that you said that. What we're talking about, Pandora. Just a side note. Sure. I drove past a mall the other day that was advertising Pandora, and I was like, "How? What? I do not understand." Why there's a, like two Pandoras in every mall? I don't. How many? How many trinkets does one need on I the don't wrist? know. I just feel like ugh. I remember my grandparents. My grandparents, both of them, as if they were, you know. I brought Pandora to this country, son. Like, Look at me. Uh, <laughs> my my grandmother had one of those like incredible, you know, Annie Mame charm bracelets that when travel was a luxury, you'd go somewhere, or if you had like a ton of kids, the the husband would give you like. These charms that were kind of that were actually expensive and that you collected from place to place. And uh, yeah, I guess you know my my grandmother did. So my grandmother's probably what 115 by now. Yeah. And you look at that and you're like, now that that is something. It's sentimental. It's sentimental. It's craftsmanship. And now it's like, here's Pandora. It's a uh, uh, a baseball. As a Mickey Mouse. Yeah, shit like that. Whereas. Mm -hmm. Roadrunner. Like everybody fucking has it. The Fighting Irishman. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, charm bracelets used to be like pretty. They're this not charming. This looks like you've got junk in her. I know. It's like you dipped your hand in glue and then shoved it into like a bag of beads. And you have to stack them. They're all about stacking the bracelets. Who does that? I, what is the, what, what, Is this some kind of tribal thing? I used to have a Spanish teacher that wore a lot of chach and especially multiple bracelets on her arm. And they were like those plastic bracelets. So every time... Oh, the rubber bracelets? No, it was like, they were they were the clanky. Mrs. Oh, the Mrs. Roper bracelets. Yes, okay. exactly. And she smelled like what you would Mrs. think Roper. Mrs. Roper would smell like. There's a very specific Roper smell. Right, it's like Chardonnay and Chardonnay. Roper for Yves Saint Laurent. Like, you know how <laughs> you know how Johnny Depp got Savage for Dior and like that was his campaign? I'm going to get Roper... Like- yeah. For Yves Saint Laurent. And I'm going to wear... It smells you like know, hairspray and Chardonnay. Exactly. And you wear... It, it's like a flowy uh, caftan yeah. that, that I'm wearing and I'm walking through the desert. Yeah. Maybe with like a small undercurrent of Vagisil. Yes. Oh, like Ben Gay. Yeah. It's but like, Vagisil, not but, Ben Gay. Well, we could have a little bit of both. Well, I guess you could. Like if you're doing a scent... If you're trying to be like the scent creator of Roper... <laughs> <laughs> like you've been so you have to do the tests and stuff like that and be like Let me so, give- Ms. so mrs roper thanks for coming in we just want to pass a couple cents past you okay just just give me the vagisil i said 30 percent vagisil in the scent okay now this is tobacco this is vagisil okay this is chardonnay oh. and this is tuna oh all right okay could we add ben gay on top of that we could we could we might want to take the tuna away then yeah, because it would clash. Okay, right. Tuna's out, Ben Gay is in. Mm-hmm. What no, else just, you got? No, just like waft it around your face. Okay. 
Can we serve it in like a spritzer? Sure. Style? Like, can we put some seltzer in it? Of course. Two. So here's another one. This uh-huh. is finesse. Sometimes you need a little. Sometimes you need a lot. A lot. Uh-huh. Some final net. Okay. A burnt plastic bag. Okay. And uh, the inside of a tennis ball. Okay. Could we also get a... Li- this smells good. I like mm-hmm. it. I like the base. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to add a clove cigarette mm-hmm. and some oh. Shasta. Oh, I like that. And would we remove anything? Do you want to remove the tennis ball? or? Yeah, maybe it is. A, uh, you know what? Throw it in and let's check it out okay. first before okay. I say no. Okay, great. Don't throw the tennis ball out with the bath water. I hear you. you know? I okay, hear you. I have to go because my, I'm sweating through my caftan. Of course. Must be the Vagisil. Well, not enough of it. Can you spit for me before I go? Thank you. <laughs> All right. We got one more segment. I'm very excited. You are, you are chock full of material today. And you're going to have a good time. You're going to have a good time. That's all I have to say. We missed you. But you know what it's time for? It's, it's time, time for a specialty cocktail, specialty drink. Patty's in the house so he can actually drink this. Wait, what? I'm sorry. I'm sorry, what? Wait, what? I'm sorry? I'm sorry. Spit in your words? No, I... I Were you... Okay. uh, No, no, no. I want you to feel safe here. I am in a safe space. You are in a safe... No, there's no judgment. It's Pride Month. I don't want to spit in your ass. I want someone to spit in mine. Well, it is Pride, so I'll do it. You'll do it for our country. The red, white, and the blue. Speaking of blue... I was quoting Greece, too. I don't know where you were. I was there. The red, white, and the blue. (laughs) All right. It's time for the specialty cocktail this week, which I'm very excited you are here in this place to do this thing with me. It's called the Smurfs Spit. It's our theme this week. Like that. If you're looking like for that. James Jules Ferris, you'll find him with Smurfette and Gargamel doing shots by the toadstool. My Smurfitches. Ew! I don't talk about your Smurf anymore. Why there? For this, you will need one and a half ounces of gin, a half ounce of Cointreau, a quarter ounce of lemon juice, and a dash, just a dash. Mrs. Dash. A Mrs. Dash of blue curacao. That's my spit. Add all ingredients into a cocktail shaker, add ice, shake well, and strain into a chilled martini glass. Flame an orange peel over the glass for garnish. That explains why I smelled burning. (laughs) Honest to God. I thought it was we were making Mrs. Roper. We are. We're making a Roper. Roper. Just a hint of burning. Your caftan's on fire. If you liked Roper, you'll love Furley. (laughs) I can't even know what that (laughs) smells like. All right, let's get to my scent. Here are the tasting notes for you people. Right off the bat, Erin and Patty better be grateful that we don't record these episodes in Peru. Because if we did, I would have had the perfect drink for them to try. Masato. Put it this way. It's an ancient... Oh, God. I already know this is going... It's an ancient fermented beverage that originally depended on the power of human spit to kickstart its fermentation. Jesus Christ. Then I decided to focus on what little humans might invent during the happy hour. I give you the Smurfs Spit. Also known as the Blue Train Cocktail, this little sipper will delight your salivary glands as you toast to the first month of summer. Gin is always Smurf-tastic, and Blue Curacao is just so... Smurfy. (laughs) Who wrote this thing? I'm guessing that this is the same color that comes from a Smurf when it pees. You never know until you try. Or, you know, hey. But that is another cocktail for another day. Sweet mother of Smurf, enjoy! He just got me to say Smurf like 2,000 times. If you're playing a drinking game out there... Papa Smurf, I have a Smurf T.I. Ooh, ew! (laughs) There's a cream for that, you know. 
It smells like Roper. Just put it on my Smurf. Mmm. Wowie, this went right to my jaw. It is well, sour. Be careful with that. It's a. <clears throat> it's, it's going down. It's going down hard. Oh yeah. Spit it out. Oh my god, it is a pride drink. I'm oh, spinning on the Smurf. <laughs> this is kind of very pridey because oh, it's blue. Good. It's very blue, so it's colorful. Gin, Quancho, Limon, and Blue Curacao. It's the Quancho and the lemon. It's going right to my jaw mm. hinge. Makes you want to spit. Makes me want to spit out of anger. What do you think? Makes me Since this is spit. your first specialty oh. cocktail, Beck. Yes, it is. In a long time. How does? How do you feel? I feel fancy in this glass. I know. This is like we haven't drank together in so long. Mm. 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 I like it. I also like the fact that it's not too blue. Because two blue drinks, it's like... You worse. know what's going to happen to your mouth. Well, it just seems like, what do you do? What Whip you your child? tongue out. Is it there? No, nope, nothing. There? Yeah, yeah, cut half my tongue out. Ew! Yeah. Oh, is it, but you know what? We're doing that thing again where we're like, this is... Mm, and then we keep going back I don't back like that. I don't not like that, it, but I don't like... Love it. <laughs> what are you you know what about? it is? It's almost a little... Too strong? No, nothing's ever too strong for me. You could shoot me in the face... With, <laughs> You would spit in my face. It still wouldn't be strong enough. Okay. But this is uh, Cosmo. Tastes like a Cosmo. Oh, I like Cosmo. Mm. I still do. We should have Cosmos tonight. What do you say? It's the evening. We're together. Patty took the train in. Let's party! Can't wait to take the train back. Hey, hey. I feel safe, don't you? This episode of Deer Pod is mixed and edited by Jim Ferris and is a property of Pineapple Ranch Productions. 